Here's what's coming up on today's show. I don't want to harp on it too much, but don't get too focused on an absolute number. Keep in perspective what that number does, and we want to focus on that. When it comes to your finances, you don't want to be at a disadvantage. Tim Dyer can help. He's a wealth manager specializing in retirement planning and investment management, and he can be that financial coach that helps you achieve your goals in retirement. This is Retirement Power Play. Glad to have you back on the Retirement Power Play podcast. I'm Ben George alongside Tim Dyer, wealth manager specializing in retirement planning and investment management. Got a good show for you today. Tim, I know, um, are you a guy that when a, a light pops on in your car that you immediately take care of it or do you uh you put it off a little bit and and, and ignore the warning signs <laughs> oh you really put me on the spot here right away um <laughs> you know I, I like to take care of things but i i got to admit i've got an old i, I take pride i drive an old bmw the, the x5 like the suv one yeah. and i love the car i i live very close to the office i'm about a you know mile or two from the house to the office oh nice I've got a ton of miles on it, and, and the point is is that oh, it's a 2012, and let me tell you, every light goes off. <laughs> and the mechanic, I love the guy to death. He's very fair and everything. And I, and I say, is this? He goes, ah, these cars, they kind of just do that. He goes, the, the, everything checks out. So, yes, uh, although I do check, um, I, do, I do take care of those things. I am driving an old car that... Uh, that continuously says there might be errors where there isn't. But <laughs> Well, the reason I ask is because today we're going to talk about warning signs, much like your vehicle. If, you know, these, these lights come on and, you know, you have a couple of decisions. You can, hey, I'll, I'll put it off, uh, not worry about it. Or, hey, maybe this is a good time. Maybe I should check up on it and just get a, a professional's opinion on, on where we stand and see if, you know, further problems need to be addressed or changes need to be made or, if we're good to go, like you do, you, you do check in, maybe not as much because you have a good feel for your car, but for yeah. most people, right, you're not going to know. And there's some warning signs in your financial life too, that can really indicate, Hey, you might have a problem down the road. So you need to take care of this. Uh, and always, as always, it's always best to do this sooner rather than later. So that's the plan today on the podcast. Again, I'll point you to our website, retirementpowerplaypodcast.com. Also, DyerWM.com is a great way to, to get in touch with Tim and his business there out in San Diego. But if you want to call as well, it's 858-459-3937. All right. Well, Warning. Go ahead. Yeah, Ben, you were mentioning, um, you know, the, the light goes on and there's a problem. How do you react? And I'm sure, you know, the, our listeners have different answers for that if they're being honest with themselves. But here's something you got to think about when it comes to these things. See, when a light goes on, it doesn't just go on and then you solve it a minute later, right? You might be on a, on a business trip, you know, an hour from home, for example. That light goes on, you got you to gotta think about that light that, that's sort of distracting you the entire hour uh, home, right? And so it, it's, it sticks with you almost like a black cloud. One of the examples uh, that, I, that I mentioned in uh, in some of our live events and uh, seminars and things like that that we do around town, is if if you were to embark on a road trip from San Diego to Las Vegas, I think it's about 360 miles. You top off the tank, okay, and um, and off you go. Well, if the person that was supposed to do that forgets to do it, and you get about halfway uh, there, and you realize that you're almost on empty, the light is on, right? <laughs> 
you might be on one of those long stretches. For anybody who doesn't know, there's some long stretches without gas stations. So you're, it's not that you're just, you know, oh, I'm low on gas. I need to solve that problem. You are literally staring at your, your dashboard saying, do I have another mile? Do I have another mile? And you're, you're kind of living in this uh, white knuckle kind of clenched fist state of stress. And retirement's not any different. If you're worried about running out of money in retirement, you, you don't just sort of run out of money and then start worrying about it. You're worried about it years in advance. And it's like a black cloud that kind of follows you. Um, and it's, it's really stressful. So I hope that made some sense. It's, it's the fact that these warning lights, um, when they present themselves, they, they stay with you until they're fixed. And in some cases, that can be a while. Uh, if we ignore them, and then that can make the problems even bigger. But yeah. let me tell you a couple of, uh, of indicator lights or things that come up that I, I think can be uh, easy wins or easy fixes. The okay. first one is people have no idea what it costs to fund their life in the future. Okay, For most people, they look at their salary and they say, okay, I, I make a salary and that covers the lifestyle that I want. When I retire, I want that same salary. And there's a little bit of an adjustment. I think the rule of thumb is 70, you know, between 70 and 80% of your current income. That's a rule of thumb, but it's very different for a lot of different people because tax laws and, and expenses that you have, 401k contributions, you know, on and on. So, so getting really clear on you know, what it actually is going to cost to, to fund the lifestyle that you want in the future, whether it's in retirement or, or before, um, is important. And it, it takes some expertise to do that. You can't just put it into a calculator online. I mean, that'll get you directionally close, but we don't want to just be you know, directionally close. I'm not getting on an airplane that has a 70% chance of landing at its destination. I want one that's got 99.99% chance of landing on its destination, which is why, you know, having an idea, and this is what happens, Ben. So you got me all worked up here. I'm all excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, what happens is it actually unlocks opportunity. And what I mean by that is even when I sit with the wealthiest people that in, in a lot of cases, they don't think they have any money because it's just all they know. But when I show them and say, you're living off X per year, Maybe it's a hundred thousand dollars. Well, it's usually more than that, but let's just say for this example, state it's a hundred thousand dollars. And I say, if we did X, Y, and Z with your investments, you could live off a hundred fifty thousand dollars inflation adjusted. You'd never have to work again, and and you have all this extra money to do whatever else you want with it. This little light goes off in their head. Now, actually, I'll call it a big light because they realize that they now are work is now optional, right? They have now figured out that I really don't need to work. Um, I do have enough money because we've quantified it, right? Um, so, uh, and, and if, you know, things are a little bit tighter or whatever it might be, even still we find that people can live um, on far less than what they think they can, um, but they can also generate more income than they think they can in their portfolio, um, which maybe means of working a few less years um, yeah. or part-time or something like that. So that's a big one. Um, is, you know, do you think that comes down to like just, just budgeting? I mean, is it, is it as simple as um, you can, if you have a pretty good feel of what you're spending right now, you'll have a pretty good idea in retirement or is it because you don't know 
and you hadn't thought about what your lifestyle is going to be, in that case, you have no clue because you don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I think it starts out, I think most people, if you, if, if you were to say, well, can I live off 5,000 a month? And maybe that's what they're currently living off net after taxes, right? And they can kind of say, oh, yeah, I could live off 5,000 a month. And then you, but that's kind of where it stops for them. So 5,000 a month, 60,000 a year. Well, if you have six, if you need $60,000 a year, maybe 30 of that's coming from social security and you need 30 to come from the portfolio. Okay. Well, if you have a million dollar portfolio, that'd be 3%. So again, that's napkin math and there's a lot more nuances to it, but once they kind of understand what their budget is, and it's not down to every penny. I'm not talking about skipping lattes and stuff. That's not my style. It's, you know, let's figure out what that line in the sand number is of income. And in, in some cases, clients do need some help figuring that out because they've never been through retirement before. You only get, you know, you only go through that once, if you will. Um, but I've been through it with hundreds of people, right? So I see the different things that come up. And in fact, one of the things I'll bring up is something that we call the smile spending pattern. It tends to be a lot of spending up front as you're younger, your willingness to travel, um, you know, excitement of being out of the workplace and wanting to kind of hit some bucket list items. Then it kind of dips a little bit. And then we see it pick up towards the end as maybe healthcare expenses pick up or, you know, some other types of things. So, um, and we help people forecast that, but also navigate through it in real time. So one thing I want to add about the cost of lifestyle, it, this is kind of a sub idea off it, but what about the cost of your investments, right? I mean, if I asked you, Ben, do you do the grocery shopping at, in your household or is it split or uh, I'll put you on the spot yeah, here? I do a lot of it. Yeah. All right. So when you go into the grocery store, when you reach for an item, you, you probably have a pretty good idea of what the price is, right? Yeah. Well, not right I mean, now with inflation. I caught off, <laughs> caught off guard left and right, but in general, yes. <laughs> yeah, you know that whatever, a, a loaf of bread is, I don't do the shopping, so I don't know, but... Um, three, three fifty, four bucks. <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's say it's three fifty. you put that in your cart. You don't study the price, but when you get up there and you get your receipt and you see a loaf of bread is $10, you're going, yeah. what the heck is this, you know? <laughs> Because you have an idea, but yeah. see, in investments, people when it comes to their investments, people don't have that that sort of grocery store shelf where they know they're pulling something off and they have an idea of roughly what it costs. So one of the things that we do for clients is we kind of give them that, we give them that receipt, and we have a way to you know to analyze the investments, the, the different positions and things like that, and say, hey, look, this is what these different products are. You know, loaves of bread cost, and and is that reasonable? And in a lot of cases, we see some people are really overpaying for something that you know should only cost three dollars and fifty cents for a loaf of bread. Um, so, understanding your lifestyle and, and understanding that if we're using f uh, our investments and our finances to fund that, uh, we want to know what the costs of those are because anything that's excessive in that area is just taking away from the the disposable income that you are going to have to spend in retirement. You know, I'm thinking of another one here when we talk about different um, <clears throat> dashboard or indicator lights. The one that comes to mind is is focusing on a certain account balance, right? Like I want to have a million dollars or five million dollars or whatever it is. Okay, mm -hmm. um, 
if you get too focused on attaining a certain number, like, hey, what's your number? You can lose fact, you can lose sight of the fact of what is this money for, right? And one of the, the key things that we teach our clients is retirement is not about assets. Retirement is about income, okay? Now, after you've met your income needs, you can, we can address what you do with those additional assets, maybe to grow them for legacy or charity or things like that. But um, at the end of the game, you know, when we uh, depart this sphere that's spinning the globe, they don't tell you, you know, they don't ask you how much you have in assets. Um, it's, it's, it's really, we work all this way, all this time, all these decades to generate the income that we need to live in retirement. So I don't want to harp on it too much, but don't get too focused on an absolute number. Keep in perspective what that number does. And we want to focus on that, generate this type of income, provide for these, our loved ones in such a way. So yeah. And I think that's um, one too, Tim, where if, if you don't work with someone, then it's, it's easy to fall into that kind of trap, right? Like if you don't have a plan or know what you need or what you're going to spend, you don't have all these pieces together. You might just think, okay, I know if I can get to $3 million in my account or a million dollars or 10 million, whatever the number in your head is, you think you're safe, but it's not always the case. Yeah. And a lot of times those numbers are based on what the guy next to you yep. uh, or the per- person at the water cooler at work, you know, talks about, and it could be totally different. You know, somebody might say, I only need a, I only need a hundred thousand dollars to retire. Okay. Well, cool. Maybe I'll do that. But mm-hmm. you don't realize that that person's got a $10 million inheritance coming down the pike at some point. So, you know, everybody's situation is unique. Um, which, which kind of reminds me too, that our, our families, our friends are unique, but how we look at retirement, sometimes we, sometimes we have a mental image of a, the retirement that our parents or grandparents had. And, and what do we know about that? Those are really heavily based on pensions, right? I talk about Social Security came out in 1935, which is, you know, essentially a form of pension. And uh, you got it when you're 65 years old. And you know what the average life expectancy was in the United States in 1935? Take a guess. I'll put you on the spot. 64 years old. It was 62. Wow. <laughs> right? And so here we are. Social Security was really designed for that swath of the population that lived beyond life expectancy. It was sort of a government-funded long-term care, um, of which most people paid in and and didn't take. Um, But again, getting back to what our parents or grandparents, how they retired, you know, they got a pension from the company, which was predictable income. They got Social Security, uh, you know, especially in later years, uh, which was predictable income. And they didn't need to live off their investments or savings very much. And that provided you know, uh, inheritance or something of that nature. That is flipped 180 degrees. Now, Social Security is very minimal in relation to, you know, uh, spending needs. Pensions are, I think it's only 17% of uh, public companies offer pensions right now. So that's gone the way of the dodo bird. So it's putting a tremendous amount of pressure on getting your investment portfolio right you know, saving enough, making sure you're making smart decisions with that, your investments, making sure you're not paying too much in cost for those investments and making sure they're all, you know, aligned for the goals that matter to you. Uh, Our retirement is significantly different than uh, those of the generations ahead of us. So want to be aware of those, of those warning signals. Um, 
that that did, you know that did lead to one other thought okay if i might ben go for it um the last 10 or you know even 20 years the stock market has behaved in such a way because of low interest rates the trajectory has been upwards but we've really seen a a 30 or 40 year trend in declining interest rates change so a lot of things are changing right in front of us and and really what that means is in the past, we had an acronym here in the investment uh, advisory business. It was called TINA, and it meant there is no alternative. You couldn't take money out of, uh, or it, it didn't, it wasn't as advantageous to take money out of stocks and put them in cash, 0%, or CDs, maybe half a percent, 1%, uh, or government bonds, again, a third of 1%. Um, now, those numbers are changing, but the fact that there was no alternative to stocks because you, you couldn't earn a rate of return to keep up with taxes and inflation or even the growth that you needed to meet your retirement income needs in those other investments, it really forced people to, to in a lot of cases, put too much money into stocks. Um, and we're feeling some of the effects of that now um, in, in, with, with the market conditions and the market being where it is. So. Um, getting an evaluation, making sure your balance between stocks or growth uh, and uh, income, maybe using bonds or fixed income or other avenues. Uh, it, now is a good time to get a look at that for sure. Um, yeah, things so. have changed quite a bit, um, no doubt. And I know that for our for our kids, um, retirement is probably going to look a lot different for them too. So it changes, but you can't rely on what you've seen before and follow those. So it's an interesting warning sign. Do you got anything else for us? Yeah, we talked about that that smile um, of spending that happens, and you know, just kind of one thought that comes into mind. Nobody likes to talk about long term care, but there is no retirement plan that is complete without addressing. I'll, I'll use the term long term care, but really, what we're talking about is is future health care and living needs in later stages of life. It's statistically something that's going to happen to a large amount of people. Um, it, it needs to be addressed in a proper retirement plan. Now, some people might say, well, I'm going to self self-insure. Great. Make that decision, but that decision should be yours and it should be made. Not, well, you know, if something happens to me, I'll just let assisted living drain all my accounts and my spouse has nothing. I mean, that's not a plan that a lot of people get in line to sign up for. So there's a few things that can be done in advance uh, from a planning perspective, that can just take that risk or that um, you know complexity off the table. That's one that um, I think differs from those previous generations because people are living longer, and the expected uh, I think the average life expectancy in the United States is uh, eighty six or eighty seven right now. Uh, so, uh, and that number is going up, and so um, mm -hmm. that's something else to think about. Those are some of the the warning signs, the the dashboard lights, if you will. Uh, oh, we had a meatloaf reference there. <laughs> the dashboard line. You don't get that uh, every day, no. But yeah, it's 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 so important though to to just pay attention to these warning signs and and this is something too that that your advisor can can kind of help you identify too, right? If you know these might be difficult to to understand on your own, you might not know that having a lack of um, understanding on your 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 costs of the, to maintain your lifestyle in retirement might not even be on your radar, but working with someone is, is how you identify a lot of these things. And then going beyond that, how you correct and fix any issues that might be out there. So some really yeah, good. And there's the thoughts. lights. I'll just say there's the lights that are on that you see, 
and there's the lights that are on that you don't see. <laughs> Good point. And then you put those combined. Don't live your life with the light on and, and the, the, you know, the worry that goes along with that until it's fixed. Um, you know, there, a lot of times they're easy fixes with, uh, with the right help. So. Yep, and the easier you get on them the better off you'll be. So again, if you want to talk with Tim, if you have questions about what we talked about, uh, you got a warning sign you want to get addressed, you can always do that. 858-459-3937 is the phone number. And then you can always find our podcast, retirementpowerplaypodcast.com. All right, Tim, we will close it out on that note. Um, good luck with the X5 and uh, keeping it uh, up and running <laughs> for many more years to come. You got it, Ben. All right, thanks for listening to Retirement Power Play for Tim Dyer and Ben George. Take care. The commentary on this podcast reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analyses of Sage Capital Advisors, LLC, DBA Dire Wealth Management employees making such comment and should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Dire Wealth Management or performance returns of any Dire Wealth Management Investments client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. The opinions expressed in this podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referred for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. Dire Wealth Management provides advisory services through Sage Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Dire Wealth Management and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Dire Wealth Management unless a client service agreement is in place.